I'm not gonna lie, bro. Shout out to my dad. Because uh, I spoke with him yesterday. I let him know about a meeting I had and some good news and some new projects we're working on. And he was like, Gio was sitting here. Shout out to Gio, too. Gio was sitting here and he was like, yo, he's on speaker. He's like, yo, Gio, you know what's crazy? It's been five years and I ain't never been on the show. Hey, yo. And I, <laughs> I was like, that's a fact. Okay, you got that one. You got that one. It's all love. It's all love. But he knows that. And, um, you know, it's always, uh, the, you know, the perfect time and the perfect setting is always going to make the best, you know, moment. So the longer you wait for something, the better it is when you get it. You know you what heard? I'm saying? Put my dad on, bro. Like, you see John Morant, dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All you self-promoters are janky We established like the Yankees This whole fucking game thankless We moving militant but somehow you the one tanking No limit to where I could take it And you know me as a crisp bottle sender Check pick up or I thought we looked out for one another Saw us all as brothers in a struggle Too blessed to be humble I guess it's different in the city I come from All of a sudden I got people showing how much they truly resent me They hold a meaning to spells envy They trying to tempt me the higher I get, the less they accept me Even had the OGs try and press me Ha 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 No way out cause I'm already in it I'm not attending when I do a show and get a ticket Good business can clean millions, I got division I've been had it since no scrubs and no pigeons Even back when I wasn't as popping When they told me take an arm Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast I'm your host June I'm here with Small Town EP, my co-producer Always, What's going always, on? always, always Listen it's a big day. It's a big night for me. Five years in this podcasting thing, you know, obviously, I still don't know what I'm doing half the time. <laughs> nah, chill, but yeah. I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I say that with, with joy in the mm-hmm. sense that, you know, it's been a journey. And for five years now, it's it's always been something new to figure out. It's always been, you know, another storyline. And sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes mm. it's annoying. Sometimes it's like to try to weave through this and that. And okay, so not in that sense where it's weaving through, but in the sense that like literal topics and storylines are just like, is this what we have to talk about right now? You know, um, in that sense. And so that goes to weaving through, yeah. But yeah, not you know, in the sense that sure like, the... oh, I, well, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about sports. And what am I going to talk about? It's always something. But yeah, the topics that be there sometimes. Have been, but it's not here to talk about that. You know, we're here to talk about five years of, of opportunity, five years of experience, five years of of doing what I what I like to do. And um, hey, man, I gotta give you, you know, what I'm saying your flowers because, like you said, it's been it's been five years. I know we were having a little conversation, you know, off off air and shit. Um, but nah, I gotta I gotta give you your flowers and and I gotta genuinely say that I'm proud of you, bro, because. Not many people can do things for more than a week or two or three, you know what I'm saying? Right. And you're, you've been in this shit for five years, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And consistently, no matter what, no matter what setbacks, no matter what roadblocks you might come through, bro, you've been consistent. Like, yo, ATS is the brand. ATS is what I'm pushing no matter what is going on, you know what I'm saying, outside or inside of it. Like, it's 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 literally like your child, bro, so... <laughs> So I gotta give you your flowers, bro. I'm super proud of you for for what you've built and what you've done, and 
And I mean, I saw it. I I respect the vision. I saw the vision. At a point, I felt like I was a very big sports fan, and listening to right. ATS before I was a part of it, <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I gotta right. do, do." Am I a big sports fan? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, shout That's out to you, bro. Right. Shout out to ATS. I'm proud of you, man, for real. Well, I appreciate that. Like, honestly, genuinely, and um, you know, obviously, the way we linked up, it's been perfect in the sense that it's just been perfect in the sense of how timing works, and when you know somebody and and the opportunity that might come with knowing that person at the right time and right moment. And I think that's, you know, in a sense, how it's working out for us now. Cause you know, we don't have to go into exactly how people know, but yeah. the fact that we're here now and I'm at my five years and you know, you've been a part of this for now a year. Mm -hmm. So you're part of this, you know what I'm saying? And I appreciate you. You were saying, what did you say, bro? You was like, uh, Oh, I'm, so to set the mood real quick, we're going to get into sports, by the way, it's the NFC West. <laughs> division preview i promise but obviously when i'm elated because of you know something that i feel like um i have to be proud of myself of. absolutely and there's other things that you know are in the works and in the making that i'm i'm excited about so i think that going into the second half of this year or not going into but being in the second half fall season that you know you know i come alive in the fall so like hey. i need my bag in the fall so when the fall comes we really you know gonna try to be pushing everything and 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 continue to grow so that's where i'll keep it but as far as being proud of myself today and being elated uh you know it's it's i bought champagne and i bought a couple of bottles of rose bel-air so shout out to rick ross by the way yeah. um and i bought the little percy's right so i give E a percy and i give myself one and he's like yo thank you and i'm like yo thank you how about that? Word up. You feel me? And it goes back to, you know, your appreciation for, for what I do. And, and I'm just appreciating you. I'm appreciating James. I'm appreciating Justin. I'm appreciating Danny. I'm appreciating Cardi. I'm appreciating Jalen. I'm appreciating, you know what I'm saying, Antoine or Don, Sal. I'm mm. appreciating. It's, it's the fact that I went down this route is, is names that I got to leave out because it's too many. Mm. It's way too many people that has been here and have lent a hand and helped, you know what I'm saying, in any situation. Um, and and people that have also wanted to be a part and and have joined in on it, you know what I'm saying? Like from, from the homie Quan that knows my boy Caleb and called in one time that I needed a caller. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like That's this is 2017 fire. shit. Like. To those little moments, I don't forget stuff like that because that's how that's how this built, and that's how that's how it that's how it's that's how it's built. That's the only way to put it. So, with that being said, I think we took a little a little nice little five minute Eat. little 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 dive into five years, five minutes, you know, certain around that time, and now it's time to get into sports. Let's do Everybody's it. great when they're not tired. The champions is when they tired, that's when the real champions come out. That's when a real dog come out. Because if you go like a puppy, stay on the porch and let the big dogs eat. Let them all the get fail. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Last year wasn't it. Last year got me angry. For this year, I'm trying to be better for y'all. When you say I'm tired, I'm going to keep going. Remember your why. Remember why you play football. So we're going to break down the NFC West. It's a big division. Super Bowl champions 
are owners of this division, and the Cardinals are, are a team that's fighting for this division, right? The Seahawks are a team that's at the bottom of this division trying to <laughs> stay above water with uh-huh. the new situation. <laughs> and then you got the 49ers who have the team and the skill and the players, but new quarterback. So there's a lot of exciting factors here, and there's a lot of of things to really digest and break down going into this new season. And I'm excited about it. This division has, it, it, to me, like go, doing my research and stuff like that, it's been one of the more fun ones to to kind of cherry pick because, mm-hmm. I mean, one, like I said, Super Bowl champions, right? And we're not going to start with the Rams. By the way, before we just deep dive, because once we get into sports, we deep dive, right? Nah, and nice. that's what I aim to do for my listeners, for myself. I don't want to just stay surface level with things and just kind of brush over everything. I like to deep dive. I like to really get into things. And um, before I do, I'll disclaim Etwan the Don, he will be getting up at a random point <laughs> of this show because Chinese food is on the way. It's Thursday night, dubs. as we always record on Thursday nights. It's 11.06 right now. We ordered the food about 20 minutes ago. They said 45 to an hour. We said, let's knock out the podcast, and if they come toward the end, we're good, right? We're good. All right. So I think it's fair. At the nine-minute mark, we finally get into this NFC West. And I wanted to start. E, where did I say I wanted to start? Do you remember? I believe you I said remember. you wanted to start at the Cardinals, right? <clears throat> I sure did. I sure did. And I'm ready. And and today, August 11th, it's a big day because at midnight in just an hour, it's the fifth year anniversary. It's August 12th is the day. You know what That's I mean? That's crazy. That's my oldest sister's birthday, too. That's fire. Shout out to your sister. Fire. Shout out to your sister. And what's crazy is that the fifth year anniversary is the day before the fifth year. The day, like the day two, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's a Thursday, is what I'm saying. Like the fact that it's a Thursday, the day before, That's and we fire. always go into midnight with our with our Thursday nights. You know what I'm saying? Typically, we typically more than typically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, more than typically. So, um, and that's going back. I used to leave Danny's crib at two thirty in the morning sometimes. You know Tradition. What I'm so, we're gonna get into hard knocks as well, right? Let y'all know that. Deshaun Watson is going to start on Friday, which is tomorrow. So while you guys are listening to this, most of you guys already have listened, and the game already went on. But Deshaun Watson got the start. All right, preseason. We're going to watch him in action versus Jacksonville. Uh, So that's something to look out for. Jamison Williams in Detroit, who is in the hard knocks. We haven't seen much of him, though, uh, yet. He's going to wear number nine. Stafford's nine. Already. And it's going to a receiver. That's kind of interesting. Jalen Rager is battling for a roster spot in Philly. These are just the, the three little mental notes that I took down from what's going on in football. And it's interesting that, you know, a 2020 first-round pick, Jalen Rager, is fighting for a roster spot on the Philadelphia Eagles roster. And, you know, and they just traded for A.J. Brown. They have Devontae Smith. You know, if you're going to be in that wide receiver room, you got to be out there dogging, competing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and – not to say he isn't, but we've seen on the field where the issues may lie. Mm-hmm. So if he can clean that up, which I think he could. He's a first-round pick out of TCU. Like, he did his thing, and he's, and he's had his moments, and he's a big playmaker type of player. So he can clean it up, but it, it's, it's one of those things where they're like, listen, this is where we're at with you. Um, it's, it's up to you. So at least there's the opportunity still. All right, 
Fair enough. Let's get into the Cardinals. Last season, 11-6, and six, wild card team, right? Coach Cliff Kingsbury, it was his third season. 11-6 and six is good. They started the season 7-0 and oh for the first time in 47 years. I remember that. That was a great run. They lost to the Super Bowl champs. So, as we start the NFC West, uh, our delivery is here. We're coming. <laughs> we'll add some flavor. So, I'm going to kind of break down the Cardinals here while while he gets gets to doing all that. They started 7-0 and and ended the season losing to the Super Bowl champs in the wild card. Right? They had rookie Zayvon Collins. They had Rondell Moore. And, uh, you know, I think that all in all, in the season, it was a it was a up and down year toward the middle and end of the year. However, starting off that season with a big as big of a bang as they did, and you know being able to make the statement in their division uh, and winning divisional games with a young quarterback like Kyler Murray, it set a tone going into the future. Like Kyler Murray is still a young guy, right? He's still uh, he's still just signed his first. Big deal. And that's what I wanted to kind of transition into. Now going into this season, the Cardinals have a lot to be excited about while he has his microphone issues going on. He's trying to get – you might just get comfortable. Yeah, we good, we good, we good, we good, we good. Just get comfortable. We good. Put, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, you're right. Get, get, get comfortable, dog. We talking about the Cardinals, bro. All right, we you know good. Are you sure? Yeah, we great. All right. So with Kyler Murray getting that big deal – and them taking the claws out of the contract where he doesn't have to watch film anymore. <laughs> um, I mean, shit. We're going to see a, a new level of Kyler Murray that's just going to keep getting better. To me, I had no doubt in my mind that Kyler Murray is going to come in this NFL and be as successful as he has been so far and has a ways to go. A ways to go. The the athleticism, the arm talent, the IQ at times, it flashes. He's smart. He played baseball, so he has that, mm-hmm. you know, transitional type of game. And uh, you know, I, I just think that for his for his size, he does an exceptional job at at, at playing quarterback. So I'm excited for the Cardinals. Um I don't know if you have anything you want to brush on from last season, kind of just reviewing them in a in a general sense but uh they did lose their first game to uh Green Bay week 8 yeah that's what I was going to say that the fact that they were very close to going 9 and 0 you know and excuse me there's 7 and 0 is extraordinary it's great but there's a big difference between 7 and 0 and 9 and 0 yeah 9 and 0 damn near puts you above 500 by default Yep. You know? So I mean, you lose you lose that game, and and that game was an interception. I don't know if you remember, it was mm-hmm. overtime or or so, and it was an interception. Rasul Douglas caught that ball, and AJ Green kind of had a miscommunication with Kyler Murray, so it it was unfortunate. But they also lost a costly game to Carolina. Like you think about this, they win that game versus Green Bay at home on a Thursday night. I remember that game like yesterday, and that would have been another win. So you got twelve. And then you 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 go out and you don't just play flat football, you know, for sixty minutes against Carolina, mm-hmm. a team that we spoke about already in the NFC West. Uh, excuse me, NFC South. You can go listen to that one. Uh, 
All Things Sports Podcast on Spotify, on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcast, you know, wherever you want to listen. Um, you can listen to any divisional breakdown. And it's 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 sad to say that a team like the Cardinals, who did start the season seven and zero, are going to lose to them thirty four to ten. You know what I mean? You you can't do that if you want to be a successful playoff team, deep team, and and a team to be taken serious, especially in a division like this. You lost to both Detroit and Seattle in weeks fifteen and eighteen, and you also lost to the Colts. I didn't mention the Colts in that tidbit because. The Colts were a good team and a playoff contending team. Detroit and Seattle. You lost to Detroit. That was your only road loss of the season. I'll give that credit. But Seattle, with as bad as the defense they've had, and we're going to talk about them, a divisional opponent. In a second, yeah. That's just having that divisional, you know, uh, I guess brotherhood against each other where it's like, we'll get one from you. Um, but, yeah, so last year was – was successful to the extent of making the playoffs and then, you know, losing to the champs. But you, you do want to play much better football in the regular season at, at certain cha- at certain opportunities because just because you play it great uh, when you should doesn't mean that at other times when you should, it, it's okay to not have done so. Yeah, and the defense has to step up, man, allowing X amount of passing yards per attempt, four and a half, almost five yards per attempt, and damn near seven yards. No, it's four and a half, my fault, per rush. And damn near seven yards a passing attempt. Like, that's Those are big numbers. unacceptable. Teams are, teams are completing or, yeah, completing fourth down percentages at a 46% clip against them. It's, it's, you, it's, you can't do it. You can't. It's <laughs> yeah. I mean, defense, we all know. You let them off the hook. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's that's Dennis Green, you know what I'm saying? Now, what's interesting for the Cardinals, you mentioned in the defense, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about breakout players, but we're also going to talk about key additions and losses. And when you look at their biggest key loss, Chandler Jones. Absolutely. Right? Chandler Jones, he goes to the Raiders, and you lose a guy like Jordan Phillips as well. And that's no, that's nothing to just, you know, say, oh, whatever. It's just Jordan Phillips. Like, that's a key player in your rotation. And a guy like Chandler Jones setting the tone, being one of the best edged, you know, defenders and rushers in the league, that's a big blow to a defense that's already what you just said, giving it up on fourth down, uh, letting up seven yards per pass, four yards a carry. Four yards of carry is a running back's dream. What? So when we play the Cardinals, run that ball. And guess what? I think the Colts play the Cardinals again this year. Um, and so we're going to run that ball. That's tough. That's <laughs> but tough. Um, other key losses like Christian Kirk, you know, he signed in Jacksonville. Chase Edmonds went and signed in Miami. He's going to have a, a, a good future there. But they also did add Will Hernandez – who didn't get his, you know, re-signing from the Giants. He was a first-round pick a few years ago, about four or five years ago. And uh, it, it, the Giants situation is sad. And I'm glad that a guy with talent like Will Hernandez was able to get out of there and find a successful team like the Cardinals to be able to help out a really good quarterback like Kyler Murray. 
They also signed Nick Vigil. I love that you mentioned uh, Chase Edmonds leaving and coming down here to the crib. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for uh, Eno Benjamin to step up in the lineup. Uh, Kingsbury loves him. Is what he's been raving about about uh, about Eno Benjamin. Um, and Eno Benjamin, he's he's anxious to get in on the field and on the field more consistently. You know, he averaged I think it was like three and a half yards uh, per attempt last year. Uh, so I think this is a great opportunity for him now that Chase is gone for him to step up and, you know, maybe re- turn himself into a force that relieves, you know, uh, Kyler Murray a little bit. You know, some play action, you know what I'm saying? Turn into turn into a factor on the field. I heard that. I heard that. So, hey, man, I mean, they, they, they have opportunity, right? But here's the here's the problem here. We run into the key matchups, right? We're going to make sure that we breeze through the Seattle Seahawks. There's 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 something to talk about. I got something to say about this. No, Seattle no, we got Seahawks. something to yeah. say, but for times purposes, you know what I'm saying, we got three more exciting teams, two more exciting teams to talk about. And you know what I'm saying, so we it's the but it is also the 5th year say that. uh anniversary episode. Let's let's also, you know, keep that in mind and and um I know that you know, some of you guys are saying, you know, or thinking that you're proud. I appreciate that. I'm just letting you know that if that was a thought that crossed in your mind, by the way, <laughs> I appreciate you. And by the way, if you if you just listening right now, at this point of the episode, after 20 minutes, I appreciate you. Big facts. So the Cardinals don't appreciate their schedule. I know that for a fact. E. I what know that saying? I don't need insight. Saying? I don't need sources because I'm the source for this one. What you saying, bro? Week one, Kansas City at home. Week two, at Las Vegas. Week three, at home versus the Rams. So, that's a that, – look, I'll circle it right here. That's what we call a crazy start. <laughs> that's what we call a crazy start, dog. Like, KC, Vegas – Rams. You got two AFC West teams, which, by the way, you play the AFC West. Yes. And then you got a divisional game. And then not only did being in the – it's not the Seattle Seahawks. It's the, the Super Bowl champion, defending champion mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams that you got to face. Still the three. champs. So now, if you go 0-2 versus a tough, tough AFC West, and we just talked about the AFC West last week. Yeah, if we you did. need to listen to the division breakdown, again, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, All Things Sports Podcast. We just talked about how one great Patrick Mahomes is, if not the best quarterback in the league. We also talked about the addition of Devontae Adams, re-signing of Hunter Renfro, the greatness of their Darren Waller, and Derek Carr being a solidified quarterback in this league. Absolutely. With Josh Jacobs now, like, shit, salivating about how he can run the ball now because they're going to be double-teaming. They're not going to be able to stack the box. So you go on two versus those two teams, and then you got the Rams. And then this is a home game, so you can lose this game and still be at home and, like, that's going to really sink in. And I'm not going to say they go 0-3. I don't think they go 0-3 here in this stretch. But what I'm saying is this is a big-ass, big-ass stretch to start your season right there. Right? So, week 11, they got a divisional opponent, San Francisco. 
Mm-hmm. Battle of young quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler Murray's already got his 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 deal, his second deal, which shout out to him for. But Trey Lance, we're gonna find out what he's about, and by week eleven, we're gonna know what he's about. Facts. And they're gonna be playing that one in Mexico City. I love that. You feel me? I love that. So, week sixteen, Christmas Day, they played Christmas Day versus the Colts last year. Lost <laughs> at home. They're at home again. Tampa Brady. That's yeah, the no, that, that's their name. That's their name. Tampa Brady. Tampa Bay. Tampa Brady and the Bucks. <laughs> I said it right the second time. I'm trying to say Brady. That's crazy. <laughs> Tampa Brady Buccaneers. Yeah, that's a narrative for all gamblers right there. They lost last year at home, Christmas Day. I saw him saying, do what you want with that info. Tampa Brady. Tampa Brady's coming to town. Tampa Brady's coming and you, to town. And you know, and you know Brady Tampa loves breaking hearts Brady's at the end of the season, but we're not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. Especially the Dolphins. <laughs> For no reason, too. There'd be no chance of making the playoffs. They're like, yo, yeah, we're going to kill run, these Run that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Coach, I'm playing. So, look. Last thing we're going to end on with these Cardinals, man, is some breakout players I got. Kyler Murray. So what the when I say Kyler Murray is a breakout player, obviously he has broke out in this league. He won rookie of the year and he should have and he's been progressing each year. However, he just signed a second contract in the league and we saw the numbers. We spoke about them. He's got to take another step. He hasn't won a playoff game. Those are playoff winning Super Bowl winning numbers. Yeah, they are. Forgive me if I sound a little stuffy too. Apologize. But those are playoff and championship numbers. Salary, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he has to go and prove more to this team that he can compete to truly win the division and then win the division. Because guess what? Lamar Jackson had to go and win the division, and Lamar Jackson's in one of the toughest defensive divisions in the NFC, uh, AFC North. And historically, I'll say, uh, right now, I would say that the Ravens and the Steelers and the Browns, all three have solid deep and the Steelers. So yeah, it is. It's, and historically, it historically repeats itself year after year. So Kyler Murray. And it's not a stretch for them to win this, this division. They were a game away. Right. Rondell Moore. Year two. AJ Green, I think, is gone. Christian Kirk is gone. DeAndre Hopkins will come back. Your wide receiver too. You drafted out of Purdue. You, we we understand the playmaking ability. Last year we saw flashes. There was some injury. They drafted you where they drafted you for a reason. I think that we're going to see that more next year. He's going to be more comfortable in his role next year, pending he stays healthy. Cliff Kingsbury is is he does what he does for a reason. You kept Zach Ertz. You know you still have that. And and there's talent over there. So I think Kyler Murray's gonna be able to utilize Rondell Moore in a bigger role this year. And I think he excels in it. Another breakout player, my last one, we're gonna flip the field defense, Isaiah Simmons. So Isaiah Simmons at linebacker safety, whatever you want to call him, he does everything. <laughs> Versatile. I understand that as versatile as he is and and as big and fast and strong. He's shown flashes of, of really good play. 
He hasn't played ball consistently like that. He hasn't necessarily shown week in, week out that, all right, this guy's going to be the next, you know. But I still think he has the talent to, and I still think he has the prototype to. And he also has work ethic. He's one of those guys that's really in there putting the work in. So I'm looking forward to Isaiah Simmons turning this defense around this year and making a big name for himself in uh in uh Pro Bowl talks, you know. It's going to be a lot of him. They're going to need to really really utilize him with losing Traylon Jones. I think that's really big and who's going to step up and be the next best player on the defense. Obviously JJ Watt is there. Obviously the veteran leadership and, you know, but he's older. Who's going to be the face of the Arizona Cardinals defense going into the 2022 season? Isaiah Simmons, you have your, your the best chance. You know what I'm saying? Word up. So I'm looking forward to that. Let's move on, though, to the Seahawks. I told you we are going to be quick. So we'll just get a two-for-one real quick, right? The fuck Can I break Seahawks. this down real quick? Please do, bro. Whatever there is to break down. Listen, it's a, it's, it's a few. It's a few. <laughs> they finished the season at 7-10, and 10, right? They lost to the Vikings for the first time since 2009. So this is where the state of the Seahawks is. They're losing to teams that they haven't lost to in over fucking 10 years. So their defense ranked in yards per game at 28, in turnovers per game at 25, and at points for 11. So it's a little odd that they let up so many yards and so many uh, few turnovers they got, but they only were, they were top 11 in points for. They didn't let everybody just score all over them. The problem was also on the offensive side where they couldn't score. And they also had a stretch for the first time in the Russell Wilson era for the Seahawks. And it's the last time. Nah, man, I was about to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> he missed his game. He missed three games. The first time he ever missed a game was this year. It was because of a finger injury. He ended up missing three games. And it, it cost them a lot because, you know, Nobody's prepared for if Russell Wilson goes down. Now, back to the defense. They let up 6,444 yards last season and 379 yards a game. You know, that's that's not winning football on the defensive side. And a guy like Jamal Adams, having a guy like Bobby Wagner at the time, which we'll get into, you that's that's unacceptable. You got two Pro Bowl players at their position, you know, respectively top whatever at their position, and you know you're having one of the worst defenses in the league coming off of a season where your team was the worst defense in the league. There were two points of the season where they had some losing streaks, right? Bad losing streaks. Two two game losing streaks and two three game losing streaks. Unacceptable. That was last year. So, now that we got last year out the way, let's talk about their key additions, key losses. Resigning DK Metcalf is a big deal. Because <laughs> you have a new quarterback like Drew Locke, who you traded for, along with the picks. I know you traded for the picks, but <laughs> with respect, we'll, you traded for Drew Locke. You gave Russell Wilson up. Especially after Russell left, man. He so you give him. up Russell Wilson, right? Yeah. But check this out. You trade Russell Wilson, you get a 2022 first round, 2022 second, 2022 fifth. 
then a 2023 first, 2023 second. You also get Noah Fant, tight end, who's promising in this league. You get D-tackle Shelby Harris, who's had success in this league. And you got Drew Locke, who's hopefully going to be the next quarterback successfully for this franchise. That's their outlook on it. And I think that he has an opportunity to. I think that it's out there for him. And it's not necessarily given to him. It's not necessarily, you know, it's not on a platter. But he's like, think about it. You're Drew Locke. You're the next quarterback after Russell Wilson taking over the Seattle Seahawks. What an opportunity. Fuck what the team looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm the first quarterback to be the next quarterback after Russell Wilson. You know what I'm saying? You have the opportunity of a lifetime at this point. So make the most of it. You release Bobby Wagner. And obviously contractual purposes and contention purposes, it makes all the sense in the world. But it sucks to see a guy like Bobby Wagner be one of the, if not the best linebacker in the league for year in and year out. And Madden 99 club member. Mm-hmm year in, year out, get released like that. And, and you know, he obviously signed with the Rams, who we'll talk about later. <laughs> it's funny how it works out, stayed in the division. But it's going to hurt, man. Jamal Adams isn't the same guy that we've seen from, you know, uh. his rookie and sophomore years. Um, Bobby Wagner's gone. K.J. Wright is gone. That whole defensive thing that they had, it's not there no more. And Pete Carroll's not a defensive coach necessarily. So – it's something to look out for where where they're gonna go because they, right now they're 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 treading water defensively and Drew Locke being their starting quarterback is not promising. So something's gonna have to give on one side of the ball. Who's gonna step up is what I'll say for the Seahawks. Can I, we? Can we, go ahead? Yeah, no. Nah, quick, couple quick things. We don't want to stay on the Seahawks for too we long. We do. <laughs> um, but uh, L.J. Collier, defensive end, defensive tackle, whatever you want to call yeah. him. Um, he, I think this is a good chance for him to step up as well, you know? Yep. Um, and, and you don't ever really think about a former first-round pick, you know, still two, two years. It. You know what I'm saying? Two, three years later, still being a standout in OTAs, a standout right, in minicamp. You know what I mean? Um, but it's tough with the acquisition of Shelby Harris that you mentioned. Um, th- that their defensive uh, defensive line is, is kind of crowded right now, yeah. as they say. Um, the Seahawks are a very interesting team, man, and, and the NFC West uh, is an interesting division. Well, was an interesting division last year. Um, the Seahawks, that division was – the Seahawks were the only team in that division that didn't make the playoffs last year. Right, right. You had a team that won a so division. you got to give the credit to them. Yeah, and you had two wildcard teams, and they were the only division that did that. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to compete, bro. There was three, four games. Like they're they're they were literally a couple plays away, a drive away from an, an eleven and six record. Like they lost multiple games by less than a touchdown, three points, two points, and it, they were close games. And, and that and, was the points four thing. Mm-hmm. It was the offensive side that really couldn't get it cracking. And then that three-period game where they didn't have Russell Wilson, it really fucked their season up in the sense of, like, bad mm-hmm. timing for all this. And, I mean, look, listen, you 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 get swept by the Rams. That's going to happen. They're the, they're the 
hindsight 2020, they're the, def- they're the defending champions right now. You know what I mean? Uh, you beat Arizona once, and uh, you sweep the Niners. So, like, beat Arizona twice, sweep the Niners, try to win a game against the Rams, get another random game on your schedule, and you're in the wild card, bro. You're in the playoffs. Hear you're me back, out, though. You're Hear back. me clear. Hear me clear. Hear me clear. Hear me clear. Because it's, it's, I get it. I get it. I get it. But we're in August <laughs> is the first thing I'll say. And and I want to say they did sign Artie Burns and Austin Blythe, who I think are going to make an impact on this team this year. Uh, two good players. But key matchups, I mean, listen, they play their own division. That's tough in itself. There's going to be eight games within the AFC, uh, excuse me, the NFC West. And if I sound a little slow right now or slurry, I will say Bel Air Rose is 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 doing its job. I got Chinese food on the counter I'm staring at, but I'm Wavy. dying to give you guys this this content. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what I really want to do. So again, their own division is tough enough. Absolutely. They also play the AFC West. Arguably. One of the best divisions That's in, too in, much. In football. That's too much. That's too much, bro. That's 12 games. That's 12 games of 17 games that are that are fucking who that no. We could see the Seahawks being a top 5 pick this year. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. Yo. It's August. <laughs> Yo. We probably will. Think about it. No, we probably will. They play the NFC West each team twice. Sorry, so that's what? Six. Six games plus four, four. other teams. That's ten. ten. Ten out of 17, yeah. That are going to be like, that team is better than y'all. <laughs> Every time. Ten times, that's tough. And then the other seven games, it's it's still like there are teams that are better than the Cardinals. So, I mean, the, the Seahawks. You know, Seahawks, excuse me. So, But I will go into breakout player. I only have one. <laughs> His name is Dwayne Eskridge. And you know what? Last year, 10 catches for 60 yards or so, one touchdown. There wasn't much. But there was a lot of uh, promise. There's like that big playmaker ability type guy he can be. Drew Locke can maybe find something, gain, build a relationship with him during this offseason period because he is a weapon. He has to be used correctly, and he also has to come and show up. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward and for him to have some sort of a breakout year, and it'll be a breakout year in comparison to his rookie year. That's good. Not a breakout year as far as NFL top terms, right? Can we move on? Absolutely, please. All right. So, appreciate you guys for listening again. It is five years that we've been doing this thing, man. Listen. Listen. With the Rams, we're, we're going to just go nitty-gritty with the Rams. We're going to the Rams or we're going to the Niners first? We're going to the Niners first. <laughs> we're going to get real nitty-gritty with both of them. Because <laughs> these two teams are more... more, uh, more uh, out front with it. Let's get it. Right. Ward the damn Campbell. They're in the water. Mm. 
<laughs> a lot of teams don't get to the water. Yeah. Matter of fact, the deep end, too. <laughs> so, with the Niners, it's interesting because guess what? They have a lot of returning starters coming in the next year. A lot of stuff is normal. Everything's the same. You know, Richard Sherman won't be there, I don't believe. Mm-mm. So, you lose a guy with that, you know, veteran leadership. Yo, I'm dying for that Chinese food right now. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to hold it down. I'm going to hold it down. So, you have a defense that's solidified in this league with edge rush. You have one of the best. They they argue that Fred Warner is the best linebacker. I'll argue Shaq Leonard, whatever. But Fred Warner is right there, and I respect that. So, linebacking. And then defensive backs, I mean, you got guys like Jason Verrett. You got guys like Jacuzzi Tart. Um, so, it's solid all around. You have Debo Samuel, who you just re-signed to a deal that works in both favors because it is a nice payday for Debo Samuel. However, it's not the break-the-back deal for the 49ers. And... Um, he also put in his deal that, you know, the more he runs and the more successful he is at running the ball, it's going to benefit him contractually. So shout out to him for that. Um, what's interesting, you know, Mike McDaniel going to the Dolphins, I probably wouldn't have said this if he wasn't a head coach as far as the fact of them losing him, but they lost him for that reason. Mm-hmm. They lost Mike McDaniel, run game coordinator, because he's going to get a head coaching job with the Miami Dolphins. And he's going to take that scheme and what he's learned under, you know, uh, my boy uh, Mike Shanahan, excuse me, Kyle Shanahan, excuse me. And he's going to imprint that all through Miami. And then and then the defense, that's Miami's game. They want to run the ball and, and, and have great defense. Now, I want to see how much of an impact losing – the run game coordinator and a Raheem Mostert is going to affect the 49ers. Facts. Because, you know, you ask me, what's one of the most important things in the NFL? And I'll say running the ball. Yeah. You're putting a lot of pressure on Trey Lance back there, man. And a lot of it. I haven't even gotten there. That's the crazy part. We're talking about can they be successful running the ball, and it brings to that point. You have a new starting quarterback, a new franchise quarterback. This isn't Drew Locke for the Seahawks having the opportunity of a lifetime, uh, stepping in and trying to find the role and or find the you know way to do it. This is Trey Lance. If I'm not mistaken, this is off the top of the head, the number four pick of the draft around there. Right, top pick of the draft, mm-hmm. and the future. You know Jimmy G's situation. He's gonna win you some games in the sense that he can manage them, but he's not gonna go get them for you. Right? He'll take you as far as your defense can take you in your running game and a few uh, a few good throws. But over and beyond that, we can't promise it. That's why we now have Trey. Uh, I said Trey Young. I don't know why the fuck I was about to say Trey Young. Trey Lance to change the whole scheme and regime and be able to really let that ball go. And Trey Lance is a thrower of the football. 
Trey Lance isn't going to just sit there and, and take the check down, sit there and just work the little field. No, he's going to try to take the shots. With guys like Brandon Ayuk out there, you know, with guys like uh, hmm, Debo Samuel, I'd be thinking he's a running back. That's the craziest part. With guys like Jawan Jennings. With guys like Jawan Jennings. You feel and me? A, a, a best friend. Like, if you ever had a best friend, yo, shout out to everybody that's listening that has had a best friend before <laughs> or has a best friend right now. But being able to have a best friend like George Kittle Come on, as man. a quarterback, that's got to be like being the, the freshman at a private school who knows the most popular senior. That's that type of vibe. And I mean, to go All back. Pass. To go back to Juwan Jennings real quick, this guy, I mean, we a little bit of a slow start in the season. You know what I'm saying? I guess shit is like a little Breaking Bad first season type shit. A little bit of a slow start. But that those last four or five games of the season, he was on fire. Mm-hmm. Every catch was a touchdown. 11 out of his 16 catches over the five, last five games were either a first down or a touchdown. That's damn near 70%. In those last, in that last quarter of the season, like you gotta get him involved in the first, the second, and the yeah. third quarter of the season, bro. Come on, man. Hey, I will say George Kittle is his best friend, but he also got Tyler Croft fighting to be best friend over there, and that's crazy to me. You got a young quarterback with a with a decent run game because Elijah Mitchell. I will say Elijah Mitchell was a rookie last year, and I was impressed with what I saw from him. He runs the ball hard, and when the Colts played the 49ers, when I watched that game, he was running that ball like he don't care who's playing defense right now. Mm -hmm. He runs with his head down. So I respect that. George Kittle and Tyler Croft at the tight end position is, you know, that's, that's, that's a win right there for a young quarterback. And then on defense, a guy like Javon Kinlaw, I'm looking for him to have the breakout year this year. Look for a Javon Kinlaw to stay healthy this year and have a breakout year because Nick Boza and Eric Armstead are the guys that should be getting double teamed. Absolutely. And if Javon Kinlaw is one-on-one healthy, grown man, bro. Grown man. Robbie Gold is the is the general. Robbie Gold is the GOAT for, for, for all intensive purposes. <laughs> but... You know, I'm I'm excited to see another year of Robbie Gold in the uh, in the gold, if you will. No, absolutely, I totally agree. I mean, this is a team that, again, with how the NFC shaped up, this is a team that was a couple wins away from winning the division. You know what I mean? So it, it got to tighten up a couple games, man. You gotta, you know, what I'm saying you gotta beat Seattle. I don't understand how you right. lost to Seattle right. by a touchdown. No, no disrespect, but disrespect uh, to Seattle. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so. you took Green Bay to a 30 to 28 loss. Like, you granted this is Garoppolo with an almost 300 yard game, but you took Green Bay to the edge. Like, you have you right. have to win those games. Right. So, looking at their schedule, there's a few games that I'm I'm interested in because, I mean, shit. <laughs> We mentioned they play that AFC West, right? Mm-hmm. So week 10, right after your bye week. So just to, for, for, for context, it's week 7 and 8. You're going Kansas City at home, then at Los Angeles Rams. 
Then you go into your bye. Then you got week 10. Sunday night football against the Chargers. I mean, that's unfair. Scheduling-wise. Now, for a young quarterback to have to go against Patrick Mahomes and then Matthew Stafford in a defense like Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and then a defense like Khalil Mack and Joey Boza and Derwin James Mm -hmm. and Justin Herbert on offense. That stretch right there is going to be big. You know, we... So, when, when you look at their schedule, it's Chicago, Seattle, Denver, Los Angeles Rams. And that's Monday night. That's Monday night week four at home. So, weeks one through three, Chicago, Seattle, Denver, you shoot for the stars. Absolutely. You shoot for the stars, understanding that week four can go either way and likely to go in the Rams' direction. Then you got to take a little break. You get Carolina and Atlanta. Knock those out. Right? Knock those out. But then there's a stretch that I'm talking about where it's KC, Rams, bye week, Chargers. Mm-hmm. Then it's Cardinals. That's that's division right there as well. And it's Monday night. So, you know, they, they got a stretch there, bro. They got a big stretch there. And, and it's going to be interesting to see a guy like Trey Lance. He's young. It's his second year, but... First year starting and and knowing that this is his team going forward, how is he going to be able to handle a lot of big games? These are a lot of big games right here. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think we can move on to the uh, to the final to To the Rams to them to the Rams and to those who stick with us. We'll recap a little bit of hard knocks. A little bit of our, 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 our cool moments that we like. Mm-hmm. But the Rams, and there's not much to be said about the Rams, there's honestly. Not. You know, we're not going to do all that all that uh, schedule, all, all that. Listen, the Rams, they lost to Vaughn Miller. That's fair. They probably lost to Odell Beckham. We don't know. He might go with uh, Vaughn Miller and sign with the Buffalo Bills. That would be crazy. Hopefully he comes to the Colts. I'd love that. <laughs> but... Odell Beckham, you lose him probably. You lost him to the ACL in the in the uh, in the in the uh, Super Bowl. Excuse me. You lose Von Miller, but you still got Aaron Donald. You still got Jalen Ramsey. You signed Bobby Wagner. Like you, all three. Mm-hmm. Oh, can we hold the fuck? Hold on, hold the fuck on. Hold on, because if I'm not mistaken, Aaron Donald, '99 Club in Madden. Bobby Wagner, 99 Club in Madden. Jalen Ramsey, 99 Club in Madden. And that's defensive backs, linebackers, defensive line. Or, yeah. Yep. Defensive line. And Vaughn Miller, who was 99 Club. Mm-hmm. Still got Van Jefferson. Still got Allen Robinson. No, just got Allen Robinson, which just is fire. Just got Allen Robinson, you're right. Still got Cooper Cup. It's it's. I'm interested to see how you still got Cooper Cup. It's up. I'm interested to see how uh, kind of. Hey, I'm lit. Sh- by the way, I'm not gonna lie. Nah, you good. I'm a little kind lit. of a low key star. Not not star, but low key kind of prospect. I'm interested to see how uh, Tutu Atwell turns out hey. out there. Hey, you know listen. If you Geo, if you Pierce, if you uh, Grant, shot the y'all boys. We used to have uh, long nights on the PlayStation 
just just doing Madden franchises, and Tutu Atwell was one of those that we was trying to pick first so that in the fantasy <laughs> draft so we could have him at punt return and kick return. That's exactly what I was going to say. Your yeah. wide receiver core is stacked, as crowded as I like to say, but he had he had a couple of good returns. I think his longest was like 17, 18 yards last year. So let's see some 25, 30-yard returns last year. I mean, this year coming up, man. Let's. Let's get into it. Now, Tutu has big playmaking uh, opportunities mm-hmm. all the time. You know, Matthew Stafford loves ball. him. Cooper Cup love is saying for a wide receiver like Cooper Cup to say, "Yo, you know that guy, watch out for that guy." Right. That's come on. That has to give you the right. utmost confidence in what you're doing. Right. So, and then Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, they're just gonna have another crack at it. That, <laughs> that's that's kind of what's going on on offense. Cam Akers will be there healthy. You still have a uh, Robert Woods coming back. Van Jefferson, as you alluded to, mm-hmm. we saw it last year, and I think we're going to see a lot of the same this year. Granted, maybe some more Stafford commercials on TV, right? <laughs> Which we had a goaded one with the uh, what was it, AT and T joint? Yeah, Brady. Brady was was a few plays away from a Super Bowl again. <sighs> it was, it was, and St- and Stafford and the Lions almost lost that game. They didn't. So to be fair, we give them their credit. They got that ring. Aaron Donald didn't retire. It's a win-win. I'm excited for the uh, NFC West. That was our NFC West breakdown. We appreciate you for sticking around so long. If we can just break down this uh, hard knocks real quick. Mm-hmm. Last night I was able to watch it, and, and I uh-huh. had the opportunity finally. And there was a few things that that kind of came to mind um, for me personally. And I'll say, uh, I'll say one was... Coach Dan Campbell, you know, kind of being one with the guys. You see him as just a genuine guy, right? Mm-hmm. I think you see that like I do. Um, him doing the up-downs, I was like, oh, shout out to that boy. That's literally what I wanted to talk about. Look at that. Campbell yeah. up-down. <laughs> you know, having a head coach that, one, played in the league as long as he did and and has that uh, athletic and crazy man mentality, like, you know, I understand what it takes and, Hard knock life type type mm-hmm. you know grind. You have to respect it. You have to respect it, and you're gonna play hard for that. You're gonna fight for that. Yep. So the Lions' direction is exciting, and with the Packers being who they are with the quarterback they have, still not just the give me in the division. I think the Vikings have a fair shot at competing. You know, why not? We're not going to see the same. It's no Devontae Adams. That's a big, big, mm-hmm. big thing in Green Bay. So um, another thing from that hard knocks that I looked at was the Jamal Williams speech, right? He gave it up. He was emotional. He felt pissed off from last year. He's ready to rock this year. He's ready to set an example. He's ready to fight for his guys. He's ready uh, to ask his guys to fight for him. And there was no pride. There was pure vulnerability there absolutely and you gotta respect a guy who's fighting for his job and and when i say fighting for his job i don't mean like you know he's the starting running back no absolutely but But he's he's, guess what he's fighting for his job literally mm -hmm. so you know that was another thing and then i know you wanted to throw something in there yeah nah um i was wondering actually about hard knocks like a week ago week and a half ago i wonder who the team's gonna be i wonder who the team's gonna be and my girl recommended something else that we watch on HBO. So she turned the HBO joint on, 
I was like, yo, wait, wait a second. Go back up real quick. That's like, hilarious. yo, that's, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, we can watch what we're about to watch, but I just wanted right. to see who the team was. Um, immediately went home later, watched the episode. Um, I love the, uh, like we alluded to earlier, the getting into the water. That They're on the beach, getting into yeah. the water, getting into the deep end. Yeah. Um, like you said, he's a real player's coach. I love that he was doing the up-downs. And he's a no-nonsense and no-bullshit coach. Yep. And when I say no-bullshit, like, he's not going to bullshit you. Like, yep. It, it this all of you like you said all of you guys are not gonna be here in a couple of weeks like yeah. that's and that's the reality of it I'm sorry to put it that way but not sorry to put it that way that's the reality of it my job that's you know what job. I mean and it, I can tell he gets he can get fired up and get emotional but at the same time he's not gonna over exert himself if you're not doing your job bro then like that's right. what it is like <laughs> I already set the expectation of what of what is about to happen so I hope you took notes. Because I'm not saying it okay. again. And another thing was the coaching staff. We spoke about it like yes. last night or so. Didn't even know about it, but and, I wasn't aware, you know, I should say. Guys like Kelvin Shepard, guys like Deuce Staley, guys like Antoine Randall L, Dan Campbell, on that coaching staff. And we saw my favorite part. E, you know my favorite part of the episode? Can you take a guess? Them going back and forth? Dog. Best friends going back and forth. Deuce Staley yeah. and Antoine Randall L going at a shit talk mania. I feel like I, I, at, at one point they wasn't even they wasn't even analyzing the players. They Bro, was just they was just getting on each other. It wasn't even about the game. <laughs> it was just them two talking shit about each other and like Facts. old times type thing, Facts. you know. So you gotta Facts. respect it and the culture in Detroit. And I feel like you know what's crazy ever since COVID and you know the Flint Detroit rap Michigan has been on the rise. And I think that with Cade Cunningham getting drafted in Detroit, you know, for the Pistons. Is a great thing, and I think that you know now they got Jaden Ivy over there. This city is like it's coming alive. It's mm-hmm. kind of coming alive, and you know Jamison Williams electric. You gotta be excited. Penny Sewell's electric. So the Penny Sewell and Aiden Hutchinson is right there, second place for my favorite thing oh, of the episode. Thank you bro. for reminding me. Of course, bro. That was I love, crazy. I love how they do the hard knocks real quick, and every time they tell one of the rookies to come up, they gotta say what their signing yo, bonus was. Yo, wait, oh wait, what their what? What their signing bonus was? Oh, okay, Aiden Hutchinson. Okay. Uh, the first guy came up, he was like, he said, I think it's like a hundred grand or something like that. Niggas know. was like, all right. Aiden Hutchinson came up, he said, signing bonus, twenty three million. Niggas was like, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. My, one of my favorite parts, my favorite part about the Aiden Hutchinson and the Penny Sewell thing that they were kind of doing was Aiden Hutchinson was like in a press conference, you know, yeah, you know, it may, iron sharpens iron, uh, or, or, you know, he makes me better. He's a great player, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then Penny Sewell goes, yeah, you know, honestly, uh, iron, iron sharpens iron, iron sharpens iron. So that's all I got to say about that. That was that was fire. That was dope. That was but dope part. Honestly, bro, I'm I'm excited. It's been five years. I appreciate you, you know, for the year that you've been a part of this and, and all the work you've helped we me here. put in and stuff like that. And uh shout out to you, shout out to All Things Sports Podcast, everybody that's touched in on this and the new ventures that, you know, we got. Like shout out New Era to Label Sports. You know what I'm saying? I'll say that now. If you've listened fifty nine minutes in, shout out to New Era to Label Sports, dog. We 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 really gonna be out here. So um, it's a lot of good things coming on, and uh, we ready, bro. It's up and it's stuck there. Always, always. More money, more peace, more breach.
shopkeeper, run the music. Pop, 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 pop.